0: Everyone, and Welcome back to motivation suite your dedicated source for all things motivation inspiration and mentorship and I'm your host April and I'm so excited that you are here tuning in today for another podcast episode and I'm equally excited for the fact that we are diving into another important topic area under the series a simple chat amongst friends and so with that. We're going to kind of get right into it. <laughs> so please, everybody in the community, please give, help me give a warm virtual welcome to Miss Bridget. Yay! Hey, Bridget. How you doing? Hello, listeners. How are you doing? <laughs> we are doing on April? Right? We are doing good. We are doing so good. Oh, you know, and I'm just going to talk for everybody. Okay, we are doing good. <laughs> it's a good day. We've woken up and we are here and we're alert, right? So we're going to stay in that positive mode. <laughs> you
1: got that right. Absolutely beautiful day so it's like we should
0: have a great talk that's right that is right and i could not have thought of anyone else who i'd want to have this conversation with on this day <laughs> than my very dear friend bridget because we have been getting in on these conversations haven't we Yes, we have. Yes, we have. <laughs> so, yeah, this is... We can find it. We, we
1: cannot be on the fence about
0: this one, but, you know, you know how we do. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this one kind of tips and turns throughout um, our session today. Um yes. I don't know. This one is, I thought, would be one of those ones i would be completely straight on one area, and then I started changing my mind all throughout my thoughts in regards to this area. So, yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It happens. It, it, right? Right? <laughs> (laughs) So, of course, you know, as I was reflecting on this topic area, I quickly discerned how far this area of discussion could reach. And uh, this is just really one example of how grateful I am to have this platform here for sharing content that is helpful and relatable. Um, that is always my hope here on Motivation Suite. And uh, yeah, just so grateful to have that opportunity. Um, I enjoy sharing the content, of course, of all those things that are very relatable in a sense of living a lifestyle enriched by motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. So again, I'm just so excited for the opportunity to be sharing with all of you in the community. And of course, I'm so glad that my very good dear friend um, forever <laughs> is with me as well. Uh, so with that uh, being said, um, there's going to be quite a bit of information that's going to be shared in today's uh, episode. So definitely want you out there, community, to be in a mind for receiving and um, the ability to really listen in. So if you are in any place that you can just kind of focus in on this episode, this will probably be a really good one to do that for. Um, If you are able to listen into the episodes while you're driving or a safe way, by the way. Um, then this will be one of those uh, conversations for sure that you want to be tuning into. So yeah, I think that with not keeping you in any more suspense, we will go on with the show. So what we're going to be talking about today is an area that um, is probably questioned by many people, many different times of their life. It's one that really does affect I believe all generations um, any age um, at any time in your journey of this experience called life if you are one of the few people who this has not had to affect in some fashion or form then congratulations to you maybe you drop down in the comments how you were able to avoid all the pitfalls <laughs> so I think we will with the drum roll <laughs>
2: I, well, you know
0: what, <laughs> I got to get a little machine, <laughs> but we know we're close enough. We'll just, just think of what one would sound like, right? Okay. So without further ado, the topic that we are going to be covering today is, should you change for someone you love? Now let that sit for just a moment while I repeat that. Should you change for someone you love? Yeah. can you feel all of the things that should be running through your mind at this point (laughs) are there memories and thoughts and maybe even current situations that it makes you reflect on what might be going on right now yeah this is going to be one of those questions ladies and gentlemen one of those questions now um i will say short answer it can be complicated it can be complicated for many different reasons it can be complicated for many different individuals there is no right way to assess for yourself other than what is to protect yourself in which you can determine what level and how much you may choose to amend certain things uh, for the betterment of your relationship so that can be quite controversial of course because because yes most definitely um because you know one of those things that i really connect with is that you know if you are in a relationship um, with someone that you deeply love and someone that you really see the distance with, then uh, changes that you may want to make should only be ones that you are comfortable with making. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be, in my opinion, um, areas in which you feel would better enhance the relationship and will not take away from you, but would add to both. So I think that's really important. You know, I really do think it's important. I think that some things that you may want to change, you know, that might be on the safer side, of course, is, you know, maybe some examples like maybe you like to party through the wee hours of the night, you know, when we're single and, you know, able to mingle, (laughs) Uh, non-attached, non-committed. Um, you know, we tend to be able to do whatever we want to do, right? I mean, we tend to be able to hang out with friends and uh, party as long as we want to. If that's to our heart's content, if that's what we choose to do. But of course, when we're in relationships that um, actually mean something and that we want to protect, we tend to want to modify maybe some of those behaviors that would not really be serving the best interest of that relationship. And if that is something that you're able to change, then that's okay, Um, you know, all of us do evolve. You know, we don't always stay the same person we were years ago or when we entered into adulthood. And so it's okay to make adjustments and changes that are for the betterment of yourself. Always first need to see how you fit into that situation, because that's the most important. And then you're able to come together with the other person or your partner once you have assessed that for yourself. I think one of the unfortunate things when it comes to relationships is sometimes honesty is not always the highest priority as it should be. And sometimes, about that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think honesty can definitely take a back seat, um, out of fear or out of lack of commitment. And when I say fear, fear of maybe the other person finding out or fear for the fact that you don't want to be alone, but you don't necessarily want to commit fully. So, you know, there are so many different, uh, areas that you can explore when it comes to love and how you should act in a relationship. It's different for everyone and it's different for every relationship. Um, I think that, you know, at the root of it, honesty and and transparency will get you much further <laughs> uh, in a um, communicable relationship than one where there's a lot of uh, lying and deceit going on. You know, those things, exactly. right, you know, those things never truly, really work. Um, You know, maybe some other options that you may look at adjusting is, you know, where you're placing your priorities, such as work and friends, um, ahead of spending time with your partner. You know, sometimes you may have to make some adjustments on the time that you are given to other individuals because you've now uh, got yourself involved in another situation in which a priority is going to take place. And if you are looking for a relationship to flourish, Um, you're going to have to make sure that it is a priority for you, um, and a priority for both of you. So, yeah, I think that those are some of the areas in which, you know, you may look at, um, possibly, you know, making changes. What do you think about that so far, Bridget?
1: I think absolutely what you're saying is correct. Mm -hmm. Um, when you pose the question of should you change
2: for love, Mm -hmm. um, initially I was, um, my
1: answer was no.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. And then
1: I thought about it, I'm like, but will you change for love? Mm. Absolutely.
2: Right. So there, you know, I think that, like you said, to the betterment of the relationship or even yourself, Mm -hmm. you will make those changes.
1: If someone is telling you that something that you're doing is hurting them or that they're uncomfortable with, um, and even if you don't initially see it for yourself, but you do see that it actually bothers the other person,
0: Mm -hmm. you will, if you love that person,
1: absolutely change. Absolutely. Because of
0: the fact that it's like you don't want to hurt
2: the person that you're you're involved with. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so, but I do believe that
1: when someone is forcibly telling you certain things about yourself Mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily see as an issue, Mm -hmm. and really, to be honest with you, it's not an issue, but it's more so just that they're trying to control you, Mm. that I think that's when you should definitely never change. Right. Because what happens is, is that you start making all these changes for that person, you tend to lose out lose yourself in the
2: in the, yeah. the midst of all of it yes and it's not actually love it's just control mm, mm, mm. so you have to be very mindful if
1: that person is asking you to change for the betterment of the relationship or just change for them
2: right very if very that's poignant. The case
1: that you know if they if if you're with someone and they don't like anything about you then they're not the right person for you to be with mm-hmm. Because of the fact that they're not willing to compromise on anything, and they don't, they'll say, okay, love, you should accept certain things about that person regardless, and then there's some things that, yes, you you would like for them to change, but in the same sense, you still love them through that, because
2: everyone has to see it in their own time frame. Right. Mm-hmm. As, they're, as it even being a problem
1: or an issue and if it's something that they're not willing to change it's something that you're adamant
0: about then maybe you need to look into getting into a different relationship mm-hmm. so true so true you know so that's the one thing about love is love is an actual to me love is a feeling mm-hmm. but in the same sense it should be more action mm-hmm. yes i would agree i would agree. I, I- know because mm-hmm. I can tell you that I love you
1: all day long but if I don't have anything that
2: backs it up right then it's, it's worthless yeah but like I said will you change for love most definitely <laughs> you know because
1: of the fact that when you do when that when you know that person loves you and you've seen them go out of their way for you mm-hmm. there are certain quirks about yourself that you may have it depend upon, you know, when your last relationship was or if this is what, you know, people have always accepted about you, regardless if they liked it or not. Mm-hmm. If it poses that problem to that person, then yes, you
2: want to make that person happy. Right, right.
0: I, but I like would agree. Said, not to the detriment of your own self, though. Right, right. And I, I agree with that. I, I really do. I think that it's so important for you to definitely assess Um, the level of what is being requested of you in situations where there may be some adjustments made. And when you are looking at scenarios in which a person is feeling, you know, uncomfortable with maybe your behaviors or things that you're doing or hurt by some of the things that you may be doing, those are the times where you want to take a little bit of self-reflection and see if this is something that is really a legitimate scenario, which, you know, honestly, we're looking at action, right? Things that are being said, usually when someone's telling you you're doing something, they usually can back it up with some type of example of that. And, you know, if you're not able to come together and have a real um, mature conversation about that and really assess what's important and whether or not you want to move forward with this relationship by making those adjustments needed, then you really do have to take time to have a conversation in which maybe you need to be looking elsewhere. And that includes the person who is in the receive mode of those said things, exactly. you know, and of those said actions. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a partnership, although sometimes we may think that what matters most is that you have these two spheres come together and they've got to become one. Well, you know, that's all fine and well and and beautiful, but that's not always the case. You know, you come together, right. You know, you come together as two separate people with ideals and uh, experiences And uh, different levels of what you may feel is commitment. And if you're not really putting yourself in um, these area in which you're getting individuals that are the same, like-minded in that, you know, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little bit uh, tumultuous. So, you know, there was a point that you were making, which made me think about, you know, look, you know, you can't change a person no matter what you want to do. They have to be willing to change for themselves, you know, and if they're not, and they're not willing to do it for themselves well then you know it's really almost a lost cause to be honest at the end of the day i think that people who do things for other people instead of for themselves it's not long lasting resentment usually happens and yes, it does. you know That's it, Really does. So, yeah, I think that is so important to remember that, you know, a partnership in a relationship, one that you want to work, it, it requires both people's uh, action and participation and uh, compromise sometimes in that, you know, so important. And also too, to say that there are going to be times
1: that you will do things that, you know, for that person that, you're, that you may or may not like to do. And that's just kind of like how love is, you know, there may be activities, there may be, you know,
2: certain, you know, um, well, I should, I should probably just say activities. <laughs> that They
1: may want you to participate in that you may not
2: even be comfortable or you don't even want to do. Mm-hmm. But when you love someone, mm-hmm. you tend to, you know, you embrace, you know, some of their quirks and some of their likes and, right. you know, into making the relationship whole. right? Because, you know, let's say you're in a relationship
1: and this person is, you know, loves football. Well, you can't stand football. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, my God, you know, y'all should never be together. But in the same sense, it may work because as long as you don't, you know, you're not demanding that they stop doing what they love. Right. I just advise you just to participate. You don't have to participate with, you know, I love football. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to watch ESPN after I watch the game. Right. I want to see the highlights. I just watched the game. <laughs> so that, that's where the compromise will come into play. If you want to turn around and watch ESPN afterwards, mm-hmm. that's fine. But I will go and I will do something
2: different. Yeah. You yeah. know, but you, you, you try to incorporate because you
1: love that person, things that they love. You know, and they know They know if you don't like it, they
2: appreciate the action behind mm. what it is
1: that you're doing. Because they know you can't stand this. But <laughs> hey, for this brief moment, for this brief moment, you know, I want to spend time with you. I love you. You love this. So, you know, you, you know, you participate.
2: You show right. them that, that you love them, and that hey, I will
1: support you. You know, in anything and everything that you want
0: to do. Absolutely, I I could not agree with you more. And how many times have we been able to think back in our repertoire of uh, experiences and relationships, and have done many things, activities wise, I will say, <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> that that's we may that? have <laughs> right, that we may you know have not liked it. And, and I love the the football analogy, you know, because that's a popular one. Like, I'm not necessarily a big football fan. I typically reserve my watching for the halftime of the Super Bowl shows. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. so anything else that I watch and listen in regards to that, that's a sacrifice for me. Um, I'm willing to yeah. make, you know, but it is very much a sacrifice because if it was just me, you would not see a stitch of, <laughs> of the sport in my home. <laughs> But I, I I am okay with anyone who loves it. I, I think it's it's so funny to watch people get so emotional about the sport when they get. I've got a very good friend of mine who is that, oh my gosh, she is just really like she needs a job in the NFL because this woman. I mean, she could definitely be one of the broadcasters or you know those uh, respondents there because she is just something else. The amount of me- uh, knowledge that she has about football is just. It, it really is just shocking to me because I don't know anyone that knows as much about it, including men as she seems to, you know, you and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know, it's like, I know her husband, if he's a big football fan, yeah, he is. like He, is. Boyfriend, it's like it's, he loves they, they
1: it. Have, they have a perfect
0: relationship. They really do. <laughs>
1: you know, because it's like, they can really both enjoy and get into it, you know, but in the same sense, like I said, you know, you Still play your part you know in the event you may not watch the game with
2: them but you can hey let's say fix them some snacks right you know um like with men if their their women are into you know like a book club mm-hmm. or you know getting together and doing like a uh, like a sister group of some sort you know they can turn around and let's say they take the kids out for the night so that she can go ahead and she can have a relaxed evening or mm-hmm. make sure that you know
0: everything is set up properly where you go and Maybe if he's the cooker, you go and you barbecue, or you have there you know, you help her with the spread of the food for that evening. Right. You can play your part without having to actually participate. Yes. And, you know, still show support. Yes. And that to me is is love. You know. See, and I'm that yes. girl. See, I'm that girl. I'm that way myself. I love the spreads. I mean, look, I love a Super Bowl party. Um, yes. I love getting all the goodies. I mean, that's uh, that's my thing. I will lay out a beautiful spread. Make sure you have plenty to drink, plenty to eat. I will literally put together my own thought of what a menu could be and See? you know <laughs> get and it together can, she, and, and, and really you really can him, nope you, know what I'm saying? you don't bother nope. him with the
1: game or, nope you know
0: all the, the stuff that kind of can
1: go along with you know interrupting mm-hmm. right
0: him watching <laughs> or even her watching because exactly that are female the females are fans absolutely are fans. absolutely absolutely, absolutely. So. And it's so fun to, you know, to watch him sometimes. Um, my hubby to kind of watch, the, you know, and when he gets into it, it is it, it is entertaining. But you know, look, when it comes to halftime show, no disturbing of me because if it's a good <laughs> halftime show with artists I want to see, I am all over that. Yes, I want to see everything, <laughs> everything, all the glitz and glamour. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am that Hollywood person. <laughs> I love all things musical and so that I can get into. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, you can just keep find me on the couch watching a Lifetime movie or catching up on 90 Day Fiancé, whatever one of those shows are under I that really umbrella. <laughs> you know, it is a pretty good show, but they've got so many spinoffs. <laughs> you kind of lose count. <laughs> But I do love watching it. So that's what you'll find me on Sundays. If, uh, you know, football is taking over the house, which I'm pretty sure what month are we in right now? <laughs> it's going to be coming yeah, around really. so fast. Yeah, it comes around so, so fast. So very much uh, true. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, we do make these types of assertions and changes and what we do for the other person. And and sometimes, you know, if you know your love language is very helpful, you know, because you you can participate in that love language for that individual. And it's not so much you know your own love language see that's good for how you receive love but you also want to know the love language of your partner so you know what love Definitely. that they want to receive how they want to see that love show up you know i think sometimes it's so funny when someone asks what's your love language what's your love language because i think that's a catchy thing now and it's but what i always hear is about well my love language is blah 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 i'm like okay well what's your partner's love language is the next question i have And you kind of give you funny because
1: only up to like a few
0: years ago, Mm -hmm. I knew what love language was. Mm -hmm.
2: I was not privy to that. I didn't know what that was. Someone
1: asked me that question and I was like, what What are you talking about? (laughs) And someone had to bring it to my attention. And it's like, yes, now you do know. It's like. That kind of helps because of the fact that, you know, in your relationship, Mm -hmm. you know how you want to receive love, but your partner a lot of times has to figure that that out. Absolutely. And if you can give your partner what
2: they need, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and... And one thing is
0: understanding what their love language is, like you just said, Right, that helps out also. Yes. Because you're giving them what they need versus what you think they need. Exactly. Exactly. And basing off what you want and thinking that, well, everybody wants that same thing because that's exactly. not really true. You know, you might find someone that might have variations of the same thing. Um, but I've seen many couples who are total opposites in that love language department. And then you wonder why you're not getting along. Well, because you're not feeding the need of the other side's uh, interests exactly. as well, you know? So yeah, that's just, it's just so funny when I hear people really talk about it and they're asked that question and they just really talk about me, 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 but I don't ever really hear, well, his love language or her love language is and this is what I do you know so or my partner's love language is like Mm -hmm. you were saying people may say that that they don't appreciate what you do for them Mm -hmm. but it may be because like you said you're not actually understanding what their love language right what their needs are right you receive love so you think okay if I give this to the person Mm. they'll have an appreciation for it (laughs) in actuality They do not because that's not how they receive it. Exactly. Exactly. And see, isn't this so wonderful if you ask all these types of questions beforehand? (laughs) Yes. You know, it's it's all
1: like the getting to
0: know process. Yes.
1: Which is great about, like you said, the, the podcast, because there are some people out there that may not have even heard of love language. Mm-hmm. As crazy as that may sound to some people, mm-hmm. just like myself, I had not heard about it. Mm. So it's like until someone brings it to your attention,
2: you don't know.
0: Right. You just don't know what you don't know. That's exactly. true. And honestly, it's not really a conversation that even myself have heard a lot until really the last couple of years or so. I mean, it just became yeah. this trendy thing to talk about, you know, and I often say that these are actions and things that. That are already been happening. It's just now we're putting words and phrases to it that we I all like wish that. we had known earlier. <laughs> You know, so, but yeah, I mean, these things were already happening. We were already doing it. You're already looking at, you know, aspects of what makes you happy and what you need and, you know, vice versa, hopefully, um, if you're looking for a workable relationship. Uh, We just didn't know, again, what the title was to it. Now that we have a title, now it's so easy to kind of put, you know, a little pin in that and say, okay, good. Here, now you can see this. This has now become tangible because this is the type of things that I like and I need and I understand this type of things that you like and you need it's it's wonderful it's just so wonderful have it all it laid is. out for you and now also too, you
1: want you want people to have successful relationships
0: absolutely so when
1: doing so is trying to get as much information out there so people can have successful mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. or if you're beginning a relationship you have as many tools that you need
2: for it to become you know to for it to grow right and so take your time about a lot of times of, you know like podcasts
0: or anything that, you know, my friends are talking about, Mm -hmm. you want
2: to engage in
1: that because the fact that you want to have the most successful relationship that you could possibly
0: have. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, you know, as I, I often think about as I'm in this conversation right now, I'm just thinking, you know, really just take your time, take your time. It is okay. It's not a race. Really. It's not, um, if you're looking for longevity, you know, things take time to maturate and it's okay to take that necessary time that you need before stepping into a full-blown commitment with another individual um, it's it's really unfortunate when you step into a relationship not knowing all the things that you need to know because you're so blinded by lust and a, a severe attraction <laughs> and you know and then turn around and it all falls apart I, I often feel that you know some of those who have this hot and heavy flame going usually burns out um, pretty quickly sometimes just as quickly as it began. So, you know, the fiery relationships, I, I think that works for some people, you know, with a huge amount of passion and everything. That's great. I just say, you know, protect yourself, protect your feelings and uh, really be um, definitely upfront with yourself on what it is that you want in a relationship and then stick to it. You know, yeah, stick a lot to of that, that. A lot of that fiery and all that. stuff so that's just the lust. Yeah, that's what I'm that, talking about. That yeah. That starts to fizzle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I even like this? Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So it's like, and, you know, and then within yourself,
1: as you do get older, and you do, you know, tend to figure out what it is that you do or don't want in a relationship, mm-hmm. changes in you occur. Yes, you know, for the good, you know, hopefully for the good, you right, know? for some people, it may be unfortunately, if you get out of a relationship, that may be bad. Mm-hmm. Those changes may not be the best changes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then I think that you do gather, you know, yourself and you do make the necessary changes. That better you mm-hmm. but the next relationship may not suffer
2: right you know
1: like the first one did possibly you know as as far
2: as like if there was there's always fault in both parties usually in mm-hmm. a relationship failing right sometimes more so on one part party than the other one but still <laughs> there's things that you know even in a relationship if you think about it you could have done a little bit different mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's Get out of it earlier. Right. What you you know than what you did, not staying in it as long as you did, thinking the other person was going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, because people
1: do think sometimes, hey, if I love you, then you know, you
2: love me, you'll change for me. Mm. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen. Right. Exactly. You it-
0: know, and it's not something that that you know it doesn't mean that they did not love
1: you. It's just the fact that they didn't see the changes that they needed to make were necessary for the relationship.
0: Absolutely. You
2: know, which in a way, like I said, that is a that's a good
0: thing for you. It may not seem like that when the breakup occurs
2: mm-hmm. but overall you just dodge
0: the bullet and don't even realize you dodged the bullet. Yes. <laughs> I would agree. You know, but people sometimes
1: don't see that because they're going through the heartbreak.
0: Right. That is so true. And I mean, it'd be so nice if we could learn all these lessons in the beginning uh, rather than while we're going through it. I think we'd be seeing a lot less heartbreak and a lot more uh, amicable relationships or even amicable splits, you know, when you can do things maturely, it's always a better way than losing your ever loving mind. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and
1: I've seen it too many times when it, you're dealing with children.
2: Mm, yeah. You know,
1: when the split occurs and it's nasty, mm-hmm. but you still have to maintain mm-hmm. the relationship or a relationship because
0: of the kids, mm. it can get nasty. But wild. <laughs> <laughs> but wild, it really can't. And it's, it doesn't serve anybody well at all. It really doesn't. Yeah. So, you know, get that healing when you need it, get the healing, because um you're really only hurting yourself and those around you more. And at the end of the day, it's, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work, you know, so all that is yes. really for not you are just raising your blood pressure and causing all kinds of shenanigans for yourself. And I don't want to see anybody stroking out over some nonsense of a relationship that probably shouldn't have been entered into in the first place. And you're absolutely so, right. You know, but absolutely right. yeah. And so, you know, I really do uh, agree with you on the fact of, you know, at what point you do stop at making changes. Right. I think that you for sure should watch out for changing yourself to the point where you don't even recognize yourself. Exactly. You know, because be, that's never good for you. Absolutely. And, you know, be aware of those changes in your attitude and your behaviors and definitely be careful of being dictated to about what you should wear or who you oh, can talk to, you know, within in reason, of course. I mean, if you've got somebody who is an awful person, you know, that's one thing. But just, you know, we're talking about those friends and family members that you had way before this situation entered into your life. And, you know, you want to be careful of those types of dictating and like you shared earlier, controlling ways of being. Um, Also want to be careful with um, becoming uh, isolated from your loved ones and your friends um, when they're truly not causing any issue in your relationship. You know, you want to be careful and aware of others jealousies, because this does not represent itself as love. It does spawn from one's insecurities. And that is my sincere thought and feel about that. Um, So you definitely want to be careful of that. And I think that um, with that being said, it's important to dive into the area of the domestic violence arena. Uh, because this is where you see a lot of these areas that can definitely happen in. And so you want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, because that is number one, always. Um, So I wanted to share some information at at this time um, that I hope to be very helpful to anyone that may be experiencing this themselves um, or know of someone that is. Um, For those that are in the United States, there is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Uh, the number is uh, 1-800-799-7233. Again, that's for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. The number again is 1-800-799-7233. Or you can also text START, the word START, S-T-A-R-T, to the number 88788. Again, you can also text the word start, S-T-A-R-T to 88788. Um, There's also an option to connect into a chat. Um, The chat is actually open 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, They do have uh, English and Spanish plus 200 um, other languages through interpretation advocates available to you to provide you services in need um, at a moment's notice. Um, to provide you that assistance if needed. And also their website is uh, www, or actually let me go back a little bit, https, semicolon, forward slash, forward slash, www.thehotline, which is one word, the hotline, T-H-E-H-O-T-L-I-N-E.org. Or you can simply just Google the hotline as well. Um, But again, that uh, website address is https semicolon forward slash forward slash www dot the hotline, the hotline being all one word, T-H-E-H-O-T-L-I-N-E dot org. I will also have this information in uh, the website uh, portion of the podcast as well, if uh, you're not able to jot that down while you're listening. Um, But this podcast also will remain up, so you can always reference it um, at any time. Um, This is the website for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. There is many options to pursue um, by way of Tons of resources and help out there. Sometimes, you know, people can find themselves in situations where they don't know where to turn. And so I thought it would be helpful to share uh, this information. Um, for you and you know simply you can also do sometimes a cold google search um, which is what i did as well um, to look for different areas because there are a lot of resources out there um, that you can access if you should ever feel the need to or know someone that should um, also i knew realize and so grateful that we do have a lot of international individuals that listen into the podcast as well. So I wanted to provide uh, some information for you in case you need it, um, because again, the uh, National Domestic Violence Hotline is here in the United States. So for those of you that are internationally outside of the United States, um, I found a really uh, nice website that laid out a lot of helpful information listed by all countries and different resources and connects In those countries, Um, the website is HTTPS semicolon forward slash forward slash www.mysticmag, which is M-Y-S-T-I-C-M-A-G, all one word, dot com. And that's for the International Domestic Violence Resource uh, Area. Um, They do have an actual domestic violence resource guide uh, for 2022. It was updated um, April 22nd of 2022 as well. So that's always nice to see that updated uh, close relevance information. Um, So, yeah, so important and such a crucial uh, area. And so if there's any uh, situation in which you need to make this call or make contact. Um, if you find yourself in any type of an abusive situation, uh, make sure that you, you know, take a look at this information and get your help that you need it. and be sure to share it with anyone that you think that will need it as well. Uh, so yeah, that, I just thought that was really important, um, for you to have that information. And again, it will be provided, um, on my website element for the podcast as well. So, yeah, you know, Bridget, it's just one of those things that, you know, we have to be so careful and so mindful, right? You know, sometimes you hop into love and you <laughs> forget some of the things that you should be looking at, you know, some of those red flags, right? Well, you know, I think a lot of times when we, um, when we love mm-hmm. to, to have blinders on. We do. So it's like the person that you, that you initially met is the person
1: that you believe them to be. Even when they show you something different, mm. and I think sometimes we have to realize that we may first meet someone's
2: representative
1: mm-hmm. that may
0: not be exactly who they are. Oh, that's a but good point. When they point. show you some of the like, when people get angry mm-hmm. or upset or you know they're
2: you know not feeling good or just you know just some of the times that it's like. The meanness comes out, the hatred comes out, the Mm -hmm. words come out,
1: the fists come out.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That may be actually, you need to step back and realize that that is probably who you really are with.
0: Right. Not so much the person that you initially started with. Because no one starts off hitting you. That's true. No one
1: starts off belittling
0: you. That's true. No one
1: starts off, you know... um, downgrading or separating you from family and friends right it is a slow process a yes. lot of times yes. it is small changes that they're asking you sometimes to make yes. and or demanding that
2: you make right
1: or saying thing giving you the excuse of if you love me you'll do this that and the other mm. and for you to show love I've had several friends who've been in domestic situations right and that's usually how it starts
2: yeah yeah so you really, And then before you know it, you're isolated from everyone
1: and anyone that you could, could tell you anything different. And if you have an opinionated family member, whomever that may be, or opinionated friend,
2: and there are times that you know that that person could possibly be overstepping, but that's when you have that conversation mm-hmm. with them. Right. Because a lot of times your friends can see things that you don't see.
0: Family can see things that you don't see because they're outside looking in. That's so true. Now, they tell you to don't tell your family or friends
1: a lot of stuff about your relationships because they don't, they're do not they not as forgiving,
2: oh. you know,
1: um, when you do uh, get back with that person. But then there's still some things, too, that you know the difference between
2: just you venting for that moment because they, they pissed you off versus... Oh if that person is becoming abusive to you right so you know, true. If you're having
1: to hide bruises or hide the fact that this person is constantly making you feel that if they you know
2: you say or do one thing that's out of place that you'll be chastised for it like mm-hmm. a child right
1: that is not a healthy relationship
2: yes and it you should not.
1: seek you know help and i do appreciate you giving that information out because a lot of times absolutely
0: people don't know what it's Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's so prevalent when you're thinking about, honestly, what type of changes should you be doing for the person you love? I mean, you know, on the offset, it can seem like a very glossy, lovey situation, but you can see how quickly when you make the wrong changes for the wrong reasons, How quickly things can really descend into chaos and to other things that you do not want to be involved in. Um, So, yeah, I just, it's just such an important uh, situation. And unfortunately, so many people have experienced or may experience, uh, maybe experiencing it right now, you know, this area of um, what I would call non love. And um, it's just so uh, disheartening. But definitely getting yourself into a position where you can, um, get the help that you need, the assistance that you need, uh, to get out of that situation is key and following the guidelines in regards to that. So you can do it safely. Exactly. Yeah. Very important. And
1: also too, with love, you know, love doesn't make you feel lonely. Mm -hmm. Love doesn't make you feel, um, scared
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know love doesn't hurt mm-hmm. there can be sometimes times of things people can do things that
2: can be hurtful mm-hmm. but overall it's people make mistakes you know what right I'm yes but when love starts to hurt
1: and it feels like it's just it's a chore mm-hmm. you know um then you may want to rethink
2: the person that you're with absolutely and
0: definitely if you're scared of that person that mm-hmm. is definitely not love absolutely Absolutely. I don't care how much they, they may tell you. Oh, I just want I want you to be safe and <laughs> love also to. They're not going to make you make choice change. I mean choices between family and them. Right. That's absolutely you know, true. The person may or
1: may not like
0: your family <laughs> right. for whatever
1: reason. You know, and it could be because sometimes too of what you're telling them, mm-hmm. but it could also be too the things that they're also seeing. So, like you said, you have to assess your relationship.
2: Right, right. But
1: if this person is basically telling you you got to choose one or the other,
2: Mm -hmm. that's usually when there
0: is an indication that that is not where you need to be. Exactly. 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 Uh, I could not agree with you more. And, you know, so interesting that you just brought this up because that kind of leads me into, um, another area that I found some great information in regards to 15 things that love is not. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great article. Um, I was just so excited to see something so, uh, you know, compressed with really great, uh, points to remember and to reflect on. And, you know, I think it's always something good to have, um, for reflection and for remembrance, because you never know anyone is susceptible into falling into the wrong relationship. So um, this uh, article that I actually found is out of thoughtcatalog.com is the website that it's on. And of course, that's https, uh, semicolon forward slash forward slash www.thoughtcatalog, which is one word, T H O U G H T C A T A log.com. Or you can simply go out to Google and just look up thoughtcatalog.com or thoughtcatalog by itself and it should pop up for you. So I just wanted to kind of quickly read through the 15 things that they said love is not. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and just go with that. Are you good with that, Bridget? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm here- eager to hear what they say. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, number one love is not irrationally jealous in the name of passion that's not passion that's distrust love is not explosive anger and love is not ownership love is not force number two love is not needing to be with each other every single moment to the detriment of other friendships interest or life experiences yes number three Love is not smushing your two independent identities together to become one unit who is not capable of existing without the other person. So that codependency that you may hear referenced quite often in some relationships, it's not a healthy thing. Number four, love is not uncertain about where it stands. It is open and honest and transparent and communicative. Because love does not restrain or constrict or conceal. And we hit on several of those points thus far, haven't we, Bridget? Yes, we have. Yes, we
2: have.
0: Number five, love is not a panicked need for each other. It doesn't say, I love you because I need you. It says, I love you right now. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. Number six, love is not dishonest. Love is vulnerable and unfiltered. It is not built on the foundation of deceit. Number seven. Exactly. Mm. Love is not a forever promise. Love does not need to be forever for it to mean something. Love can sometimes last a day, a year, 10 years, or a lifetime. Love doesn't need to last a certain amount of time for it to be real and true and pure. And I think that some people who feel like they fall in love right away when they meet someone and it really is genuine, they'll be happy to hear that <laughs> because there is no time limit really on that, right? It's just about the two people and what you are bringing to the table emotionally. Um, and uh, hopefully it is healthiness that you are bringing well, to the table. I do believe love can be forever though. Oh, no. And it does say that it can be. It's just saying, you know, basically there, it could be. At different levels and stages at different times for any amount of time, it doesn't have to be a certain amount of time for you to say, oh, we're in love or that is okay, or, gotcha. or, you know, okay. or considered um, respected or cherished or even thought of to be considered. Cause you know, some people and make. that's right. Cause some yes. people feel, well, you, you have known this person long. Exactly. Enough to that person. Exactly. You do, you do know,
2: especially as we get older, mm-hmm. you
0: know how you feel about somebody
1: because of the fact that you can see genuine qualities in them that, mm-hmm. you know, you recognize offhand.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, number eight, love is not resentful. Love yeah. creates an environment to express or air hurt feelings or grievances. It does not build and store up grievances over years, only to explode like a bomb in destruction of the relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Number nine, love is not unsupportive. Love desires the highest good from each person, knowing full well that when both people are independently happy, And bring that happiness to the relationship, the highest love can be felt. And that's what I was talking about, you know, as far as when you're coming together in a relationship, it's not all about, you know, you come together as two separate entities with your own thoughts, your own mind, your own experiences. And, you know, if you have two people in a relationship who are unhappy outside of this relationship, I don't think they're going to be much happy in the relationship either. I mean, you know, these are things that you want to definitely uh, take note of. And
1: they could be happy if both of them are unhappy with
0: possibly being single. And together, Only in that
1: part. <laughs> they together.
2: together they bring something to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Together they can bring, they can come together and build
1: something that maybe both of them are longing for or mm-hmm. been wishing
0: for. Mm-hmm. I can yeah, see that happen. I can get that, and I would look at that more to the concept of you know the negativity, right? Two negative people, or who's negative in your life and your experience every day, is not going to work out. It's just not. Exactly. <laughs> there, exactly. There's not anything that can foster from negativity but more negativity. So that's oh you know. So yeah, you're. They, they would just be a miserable couple to be around. Exactly. Exactly. You know. I wouldn't want to be around one of them. Like <laughs> one of both of them. I'm like, Ooh. yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> like you stay over there, I'll be over here. <laughs> he, he's sucking all the air out the room. Oh yes, I say that often about you know individuals sometimes that you know when they suck the air out of the room, you know that that's not the person that you need to be hanging no, around with exactly you know exactly because it just you, everyone else has to breathe and exist and it just can't be all about that. That is so true. <laughs> uh, number 10. love is not unequal or unbalanced. Yeah, let me repeat that. Love is not unequal or unbalanced. Each person is valued equally. Their desires, dreams, hopes, feelings, and thoughts are equally heard and accounted for. Love does not center on one person in order to sideline the other. No matter the achievement, burden, or experience, it is felt equally i love that number 10 i do
1: too i absolutely love that
0: yeah because sometimes
1: you know in a relationship it may feel like
2: one person loves the other one more Mm -hmm. you know but it could possibly be at that
1: moment one is in their zone right you know more so than the other one yeah you know but i do still think that the love is still equal
0: Mm mm-hmm Mm -hmm. It's just
1: at different times, you may show it. Yeah. You may be on the receiving end versus the giving
0: end. Right. And you know, it's so interesting that I I, I appreciate the portion about the burden experiences that an individual feels. You feel them equally. You know, sometimes people go for tit for tat or go for this... uh, type of medal for, for metal. right, or go for this medal where it is, um, look, I've got the worst experiences in life. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not here for that. I'm not here to try to win that award. You know, I don't find that to be, uh, any point of valor and anything that I want to hitch my wagon on. Um, but there are, you know, that that also is an issue that can happen in friendships as well, you know, or, yeah. or, in, or in family scenarios as well, you know, where you're not considered valid or your experiences or your feelings are not valid because someone else feels that whatever they went through was so much more important. Bottom line is everybody has their own thresholds and their own situations and every situation affects a certain person differently and you cannot compare your situation to somebody else or tell them how they should or should not feel so i really appreciate that being uh, in this list here because i think that's so important um this really excessive need for one-upmanship that i just i I, personally i can't stand um you know where it's like competition of the worst kind you know look i'm not looking for that trophy you go ahead and and walk with that if you feel the need you know (laughs) But, someone uh, is
1: going to always feel slighted, I believe,
0: yeah, in a situation like that. of course. Or made to you know, feel. You're, you're going tit for tat. For exactly. Like that. and that's not,
1: like you said, that's not love.
0: No,
2: it's you not. Know, because it's going to be times that, especially
1: you're talking, when you talk about also two people, you know, like in the burden situation, mm-hmm. people may have sick loved ones or sick spouses or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and they feel like, okay, I'm always taking care of you. You're mm-hmm. always having to... You know, put aside what you want to do to take care of me. Right. You know, but that person that you're taking care of, they may feel like you need to be doing something, you know, different with your life or and or with someone different. Mm -hmm. And that person is taking care of you. That's all they want to do.
2: Right. Right. They
1: love you so much. They want to take care of you, which is what your vows are when you do or if you're not married, Mm -hmm. If if you love that person and that's what
2: you want to do for them. Mm hmm then that's what you're going to do. Right. And I, you know, a lot of times you
1: can, I hope the person that is being taken care of does not feel like that person is just burdened down with them. Mm -hmm. But I can understand why they would feel that way.
2: Right. Right.
1: But when someone loves and cares about you, Mm -hmm. they will take you in any and every state Mm -hmm. of your stage of of life.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, because that's what they, you know, that's what, they're vowed to do Mm -hmm. and, or just that's what they choose to do.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: choose to take care of you. Mm -hmm. I love you and I will take care of
0: you. Yeah. As long as you're honest with yourself of what you want to pursue in that endeavor, that's the number one thing to remember. You know, you have to be transparent. It says it on this list as well. (laughs) You know, you have to be transparent and have to be upfront, not only just in the relationship with your partner, but with yourself. You know, you you have to be honest with yourself. So, yeah. Uh, Number 11, love is not guaranteed. It requires nurturing and care and attendance and the daily practice of gratitude. One of my favorite words.
1: (laughs) That is the most important one I think of that.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you have, yeah, you have to also to show, you know, your, you say gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yes. You should always appreciate Mm -hmm. what that person is, is you know, is doing for you, mm-hmm. say, say, thank
2: you. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't just take it like, okay, they're supposed to do it for me. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. no one is supposed to do anything for you. You're a grown person. <laughs>
2: That's true. You know, but if someone
1: goes out of their way to do something for you, mm-hmm. you
2: know, and you know that they love you,
0: mm-hmm. don't take it for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, number 11 further shares that love requires that you show up fully and completely to it each day. Love is an everyday choice. Amen, amen, amen. (laughs) Let me just repeat that again. Love is an everyday choice. (laughs) I love that. Because some days, if you notice, and, you know what I'm saying? That's in all
1: relationships. You mm-hmm. may not like that person.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, You may not like that
1: person. But I love you, and I choose
0: to love you. In spite of, huh? In spite of
1: how you're acting
2: at this brief moment. Right, right. So I can probably
1: do some things that probably put me in jail
2: right oh, now. Oh, no! You know, but in the same sense,
1: it's like, overall, you know,
0: that passes. Right, you know? right. And
1: it's love that gets you
0: through. Yeah, So true. So true. Um, See, number 12, love is not a scorecard. Love does not see favors or keep score about who did what and when. Love is generous with its time and ability. Love is not concerned with who did the dishes last time or whose turn it is to vacuum. Love is fully aware that it all equals out in the end when each person respects the other's time and contribution. Girl, I love how they put that. You know, doggone Right. People, people keep keeping a score about how many times you done did them dishes. Absolutely. And definitely if you ain't doing the vacuuming.
1: Exactly. I'm like, I don't care what you say. No, I'm keeping score. Yeah. I did the dishes last time.
0: Why you don't get up in there and bust them suds? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it's well-meaning and well-intended on this list. Yes, it, that it is. But I'm like, y'all should have put them examples up in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I tell you what, like we always say, we're always a growing process, right? I mean, that exactly. goes for everybody. So, you know, he hey. To say, he has say, he's still working on me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, girl, you ain't alone. You are not alone. <laughs> uh, so, number 13, love is not concerned only with physical gratification. Love sees the many, many facets of intimacy and spends time cultivating all of those. Instead of putting emphasis on only one aspect of intimacy, love sees many opportunities to connect both emotionally and physically and basks in those. And you know what? Washing dishes and vacuuming when you're doing that for your partner, you notice what they want to do. That can be very intimately a sexy thing turn off for some people it absolutely can be because it shows that you know you respect them and you hear them right yes, you take yes. what they say and matters you are, to you you
2: know and you're also
1: to your helping yes you know so you're helping that person especially if you have like let's say you are a stay-at-home parent mm-hmm. regardless if you're a, a woman or a man right you know and that person and that other person that's, that's working outside the home comes home and just you know takes their you know puts their their purse down or puts the briefcase down or you know or gets out of their work clothes mm-hmm. and they turn around and they see some dishes mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they busting some sun mm-hmm. or they didn't grab the baby you know mm-hmm. because of the fact that you're just exhausted you're tired you just want to say hey honey go take a bath right go take a shower i got the baby i got the children for you know 10 15 20 minutes 30 minutes however long mm-hmm. you know you you have them for yeah that right there is like the
2: ultimate it really love is. sacrifice to me. <laughs> it
1: really is. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, and it goes a long way for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Something as simple as what you used to be like, well, that's the, you know, that's the person's responsibility. It is, but not everybody does it.
0: Right. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm
1: saying? They think, okay, well, boom. The person, that woman or that man is staying at home, that's still your job.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: but being at home, whether it be a woman or a man, Mm -hmm.
2: you
1: know, that job never ends.
2: Right. That's true. You
1: clock out and you come home
2: Mm -hmm. and your job
1: is over with. Yeah. But when you're in the home, it does not
2: stop.
0: Nope. Nope. I always say like like your second part of your day, (laughs) you're going to the second part of the day. (laughs) Thank you. And to be honest with you, that's the thing
1: about, about um, like in households where there are certain, I guess you say certain roles they feel that certain people should play. Mm Mm-hmm everyone if you live in that household you should be able to do everything and anything in that household right if we has comes to kids you should be able to do whether it's man or the the husband or the wife or the, the woman and the or the man
2: mm-hmm. you should
1: be able to do everything and anything in that household equally so that if someone does let's say someone gets sick you can just
0: pick up the slack and do what needs to be done mm-hmm. absolutely that's that's showing love isn't it that's showing love. <laughs> that is showing love. Uh, so number 14, we got love is not pretty. It is not particularly concerned with battling out over the teeny issues that have no real bearing on daily life. Mm, yeah, that little tippa tat stuff. Uh, love knows yeah. how to fight the good fight. And when it's time to choose, compromise. Very, very important. And then the list rounds off with number 15 which is love is not unaware. Love knows that it exists within the tiny fragments of moments and that it's not always big and romantic and showy and magnanimous. Love is in the whispers. Love is in the day today. Love is understanding and kind. And the more love there is to see, the more it multiplies. Love multiplies. I love that. So, i love that
1: love does multiply
0: mm, 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 mm.
1: love is very um what's the word um <laughs> it is addictive
0: yes it and is
1: sometimes and it's but what is the word that i'm looking for where you
0: all um, encompassing
1: it yes
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of the fact that it just embodies everything mm-hmm. about what the world in general should be like
2: right Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it just puts that smile. Mm-hmm. And like I, I say sometimes, Um, I don't know how you are, which is kind of like, it's not changing the
2: subject, but it's kind of like just a, 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 a example. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking to someone on a phone, mm-hmm. you
1: can hear that person smiling. Not only can you hear the laughter, but you can, in their voice, you can,
0: you, yep. you know, when someone is smiling. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And that is just so... It makes the other person feel good. Yes. It's that energy because that's what you're feeling when, you know, yeah, that energy. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm not a big text savvy Mm -hmm. person. Uh You know, I know a lot of our younger generation, some
1: of our generation love to text.
2: Right. But to me, what you're missing
1: out on is, first of all, to me, that real true connection. Mm -hmm. But you also don't hear in there. You don't hear the voice in the, the, the different tones of that person. You know, going through the different emotions. You could put some emojis,
2: mm-hmm. but it's
1: not—it's not the same,
2: right? That's so true. You know, and it's like when you feel love, it comes from like, like you know, when you first meet someone, you're you're interested in them, you get butterflies, right? You know
1: what I'm saying? It's like your stomach starts to kind of get upset or whatever. And it's like, what's going on? It's those butterflies because it's just your nerves that's, that's, you know, that's now been basically
0: ignited, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and those feelings of when you're truly
0: in love, Mm -hmm. it's like
1: you're walking on cloud nine. Mm -hmm.
0: So true. So true. And I
1: really do believe, I think that everyone at some point in time should, I would hope that they would have, they would be in love, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's even with yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because when you love yourself, there are certain things you will and will not, you know, put up with.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think
1: like you said, we come in individually and then together we we, we build and we, we move forward. Right. You know, and then we progress. And then it becomes, as you say, love multiplies. Right. You know, whether that be with children or just the experience. But anyone that's around you and that they can actually see the love.
0: It's like that makes them feel good too. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Absolutely. <laughs> love, 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 love. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. Yeah, I, yeah, I love, do. Love. Need so, so much more of that. <laughs> so I definitely think that, you know, in today's conversation, you know, we really did hit on some um, very poignant uh, key points and uh, some elements to take away. And I. Uh, I would definitely say that some of the ones that I take away from this conversation for sure is, you know, amending or making changes that we only feel comfortable in making. Um, Do not change ourselves to the point that we do not recognize ourselves. And then definitely familiarize yourself with what love is not. And uh, look at those elements that allow you to not only come together for the betterment of the relationship, but ensure that you are really taking stock and care within yourself, um, that you are moving forward. And when you want to, when you need to, when you feel to, of course, but also looking at those red flags and being aware of those as well. And I think that um, we covered so much of that in today's session. I mean, I, this is one of those questions that can actually go on for, i think for a long time right i mean the responses to this could just go endless there's so many things that can be added to this conversation so i'm just so glad we and got I want a chance to, to add to- one more thing too okay. um because what i've noticed too about some people is is that
2: Don't also let someone dictate to you what love is supposed to look like Mm -hmm. or what what
1: love is supposed to be
2: for you. Right.
1: Because if love means that you want to spend a lot of time with that person, Mm -hmm. I think what's wrong with that? Right. If you love the person that you're with and you love spending time with them, you, then that's what you embrace. Mm-hmm. That's what works for you. Mm-hmm. But when some people say, oh, you spent, y'all spent you spend too much time together. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you need to spend more time with yours.
0: Mm-hmm. And maybe you would like them more. Oh, yeah. Talk so, about the outside, external voices. The outside. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that
1: you yourself know what you need mm-hmm. and what makes you happy. At the end of the day, it's like you can take what someone's saying Uh as far as your relationship is concerned, but overall at the end of the day, it is your relationship. Right. So if you assess that you're spinning, this is how you want your relationship to,
2: to rock Mm -hmm. and you
0: rock it. Right. Regardless of what someone else is saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, everybody here in the community, we have really, really tackled a big one. I think Um, this was a nice, long, juicy one for sure. And I think it was important that we covered a nice bit of areas, um, associated with this topic that, you know, that really needs a lot of focus on and uh, that we need to remember. Cause sometimes we step away from those things that we don't really feel comfortable in talking with. And I think it's always good to bring those up to the forefront. Um, especially when we're talking about what type of changes or modifications you're going to do with yourself or someone else because you love them. So, um, yeah, it, it it's just really important, and I'm just so glad that you know if you're tuning into this episode that you are getting this information because I just think it's so important and definitely conversate with this with others as well. I mean, it's just one of those types of topics that you can talk about for really days and days and days, maybe <laughs> for the did. rest of our lives. So, <laughs> so Bridget, is there any uh, summarized thoughts that you have about today's discussion? I, I just think that it was very important to
1: to have the discussion, and I'm sure, like you said. We can talk about this for days,
2: Mm -hmm. months,
1: years, you know, um, if there's anything that basically you would like us to talk about that we did not cover, Mm -hmm. I'm sure we can have another podcast where we could talk about something different later on. Mm
2: -hmm. Just leave a comment, you know, um, and we'll respond to it accordingly. Right. I thank you again for inviting me because it's like I
0: said, I, I enjoyed the conversation Right. as always. (laughs) So I do appreciate that. And I hope the listeners did too. Yes, definitely. And I'm so glad you were able to be a part of this conversation with me because it is really, truly an important one and one that, um, yeah, should be shied away from, should be discussing it, should be talking about it, should be part of our repertoire of all the other things that we may talk about. (laughs) And uh, consider in our day. So I think it is so important um, that we do that. So I am so glad that you were able to, you know, join me on this one. You know, hey, just another simple chat amongst friends, right? Amongst friends. (laughs) so yeah uh, community of course we would love to know your thoughts and how you feel about this particular area okay so everybody i am so glad that we were able to tackle this particular topic area and i do think it's important also to know your thoughts and what you feel about this so just as bridget has shared you know make sure that you are listing down your comments in regards to this area about you know if you feel like you should be making changes for someone that you love Uh, we would would love to know about that, and of course, you could just drop that down here on the uh, podcast uh, element here for the comment section. If you're unable to do it here, then of course, you can follow me on Instagram at motivate inspire motivateinspirementor. Um, I will have a dedicated post to this particular podcast, and you'll be able to leave your comments there as well. I think we would really enjoy Virgin and I uh, reading those. And uh, of course, you know, you guys starting a conversation in the comment section is always good because this is a topic here that. That is a truly important one, I feel, and um, yeah, I think it's very relatable, and I'm hoping that you got a lot of information out of it that is helpful to you as well. And definitely uh, make sure that you um, take a look at my website as well. And I will also leave this information in my uh, Instagram post as well um, for the domestic violence um, hotline, the national one and the international way as well um, in addressing those issues. If you yourself or you know someone that this could definitely help or to just have just in case because you just never know. Right. Just never know. So, um, of course, there is plenty of ways for you to be a part of the Motivation Suite community and I do hope you take advantage of that Um, you can as I said uh, follow me on Instagram at Motivate Inspire Mentor you can also look me up on Twitter which is at Sweet Motivation and that's S-U-I-T-E of course Um, I also have a YouTube channel Motivation Suite with April so you know doing all kinds of shenanigans over there so take a look I hope that you will do so and uh, subscribe and yeah there's so many things coming along on the channel for the uh, Motivation Suite with April as well that I'm excited about and uh, so yeah definitely want you to be part of that community as well and of course I do have a Facebook uh, group which is uh, Motivation Suite a community Facebook group and we're just talking about a lot of information um, out there and respectfully conversation that is um, about all things living in the lifestyle enriched by motivation, inspiration and mentorship and lastly um, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out my online shop, Motivation Suite Elements, I encourage you to do so. Yeah, it's just one of those areas where you can find a lot of tangible items um, that support in all things positive dialogue. And positive internal dialogue is the key to everything. (laughs) And uh, my website for my online shop is https semicolon forward slash forward slash Motivation Suite Elements, which is all one word, dot com. Again, that's H-T-T-P-S, semicolon, forward slash, forward slash, com, And go on and get yourself some uplifting joy. And of course, with that, I do hope that you have a blessed rest of your week, if I can get that out. (laughs) And I just hope that you... um, are doing wonderful things for yourself, taking care of yourself. Self-care needs to be the number one. And yeah, you know, stay productive and reach those goals. Do what you need to do and make sure you are back for our next episode here at Motivation Suite. So until then, take care. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.